This is a Suno India production and you are listening to Gasping for Blood. Padmapriya had a series of diagnoses in 2020. She had COVID in April 2020 during the national lockdown. Even after recovery, she never felt like herself. She had high heart rate, what is called tachycardia, and was extremely fatigued at all times. She also had brain fog where she felt confused, unable to focus, and therefore unable to work. And this was at a time when people had no clue about long COVID or what is now called post-COVID condition. I was consulting uh, with a cardiologist and this cardiologist constantly made me seem like I was someone who was just very anxious and you know she couldn't explain the tachycardia and uh, also by then there was a little bit of uh, you know information that was trickling in that law that uh, law that this post-covid causes tachycardia and I was asking her could this be because of that because I just got covid in um, in April and I recovered in May end of may could this be um, and i started experiencing tachycardia sometime around mid june onwards and you know i had that fainting spell in july and she kept saying no no i don't think so and we have and you know she i asked her does post viral illnesses cause this and she was like i don't think so and i think you're just being anxious i think you're you know reading too much and i think it was just for for her a bit like uh, you know we don't have enough information and uh, just take these uh, supplements and like drink water take more salts and for me that was one doctor just one among the many doctors doctor suspected she had a tumor in her adrenal gland they suspected encephalitis guillain-barre syndrome among other diseases she even saw a neurologist and when she did an mri of the brain it showed that there were some changes in the brain which could not be explained um but i think there was a point even with my neuro where i um, when she was unable to explain what was happening within my the changes within my brain which by the way are still happening um she uh, when i asked her could it be because of the covid virus you know and she said well there is not enough research on this so i can't uh, definitely give you an answer and i and i get that but then she also she immediately told me also don't panic don't think about it don't think too much about it we'll figure it out we'll figure out what's causing this so i think the in immediate um the instinctive reaction of the doctors was that there is something else causing it but not covid um it took a really long time even for them to one reach a diagnosis of that this autonomy but also um i think accepting that it was it was it was most probably long covid i think just even say that yes this is most probably long covid in 2021 it started getting worse so i think definitely last year um sometime in january and february when the symptoms got really bad for me and i mean i was um pretty much fainting every time i changed my position um and i was you know i was having this severe brain fog i was unable to process a lot of things uh, reading a book um even trying to work everything everything felt like 10 times hard it was just scary to be in that position of not being able to walk without support you know i would also faint every time i needed to um, use the bathroom and uh, you know it meant that somebody had to be had to be with me 24 by 7 um 
you know you know 25 over 7 wherever i went someone had to be there with me otherwise i would have these really bad falls and hurt myself again but i think when this painting spell started that's when i was like there is something really really wrong because i mean it had happened before too but not at the frequency at which it started happening then and um i think that for me was um, almost like the turning point and uh, you know so it was very confusing for me what was happening i mean it was supposed to have been managed with the medicines that i was on and it was suddenly back to square one and uh, i think that's when for me it got very confusing and march it, it got really bad and uh, yeah if i if i reflect uh, now i think that was the point where uh, things where i felt like things were really bad and even the doctors were not really able to explain hi i'm menaka rao reporting for this episode of gasping for breath season 2 this season is all about long covid in this episode we speak about the experiences of people suffering from long covid with the medical fraternity and the people around them the most common experiences of those suffering from long covid is doctors saying that the problems are mainly psychological and many even being given anti anxiety medicines i spoke to these people in december many of whom were still trying to figure out the condition and the science behind it i read something prescient about this experience with doctors that i wanted to share recently uk based researchers conducted a qualitative patient led study online analyzing stories of long covid patients they concluded and i quote Long covid does not easily fit into the dominant evidence based practice and the biomedical model of health which rely on objective indicators of disease process patient testimonies are vital to understanding and treating long covid yet patients are frequently disbelieved and their testimonies are not taken seriously leading to stigma and epistemic injustice which introduces a lack of trust into the therapeutic relationship epistemic injustice occurs when patients experience unjustified discrediting as unreliable informants of their own illness experiences and this is what is happening to a lot of people suffering from long covid Many of those who I spoke to suffer from dysautonomia, a dysfunction of the autonomic nervous system that regulates the autonomic nervous system. The autonomic nervous system controls what are considered automatic functions of the body that we don't even have to think about such as heart rate, blood pressure, digestion, etc. People living with dysautonomia have trouble regulating these very systems that can lead to dizziness, fainting, abnormal heart rates, etc. Dr. Sarath Menon, a dysautonomia specialist, was contacted by the Royal School of London to join a committee that studied a bunch of cases from UK which were difficult to diagnose this was about may june 2020 when post covid condition was unheard of the initial reports he said was that these cases characterized what he called post covid hysteria so the initial report was uh, some kind of hysteria post covid hysteria is going around in uh, in that part of the country uh so that was that is how we were all being taken into the committee and ready to look into this exactly what is happening whether this is some kind of a hysteria uh happening in uh, covid period but 
really surprising to see the findings that many had real problems. So most of them were reviewed back because the initial reports were only from the basic uh, hospitals who don't have this detailed autonomic testing. So we followed it up. They, we were asked to come to the major teaching hospitals in UK. They done the battery of autonomic tests and really surprising. And I would say that really terrible to see that many had severe autonomic uh, findings and uh, which we couldn't explain at that point of time because we are not sure what is going is happening at, uh, in, in 2020. Padma Priya was moderating this online talk she organized for the long COVID support group in India, told him that it sounded all too familiar. I was smiling when you were talking about the mass hysteria and I think you know why. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. That's essentially how a lot of us have been treated by medical professionals in India. It's the yeah. first thing that we are being told is, oh, it's anxiety, it's in your head. You're imagining all this up, you know, just take vitamins, do yoga. When his heart was beating fast, Shorya first went to the cardiologist in 2021 who told him that this was happening to those who had COVID recently. When this continued, he went to a pulmonologist. This conversation was recorded in 2021. He said, hey, I think it is related. It is probably happening because of anxiety. Your entire family has gone through COVID. You must have gone through stress and then I specifically because I knew anxiety is uh, is not the reason this is happening I am a fairly I mean I'm not saying it can't happen to me but sometime you know uh, you know that this probably is not by then Shorya had started reading about POTS and dysautonomia POTS is postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome it is a form of dysautonomia that affects blood flow again physicians do not know much about this I asked him about POTS. I told do you feel it is uh, dysautonomia or POTS? Then he laughed and he told, hey, you are reading and doing a lot of research, uh, you know, uh, about all this. This is nothing. This is um, anxiety. So he prescribed me anti-anxiety pills. Uh, and then I was thinking, shall I take it or shall I not take it? But I thought, fair enough. I mean, you never know. So I took the anti-anxiety pills and after taking the anti-anxiety pill, I realized uh, at least last one month, I'm not being able to sleep. I mean, I was I was sleeping fairly peacefully, honestly. But now I wake up at around 3, 3.30 every night and then it's very, very difficult to sleep. Shorya says he comes from a family of doctors but still has no idea who to consult. None of the doctors I have visited uh, seem to be aware of uh, what spots or anything related to long COVID. So on that front, um, uh, I don't know what is even happening to me right now. I just know my heart rate goes high and I have to lie down and take a nap if possible, right? If I feel sleepy to get it uh, down to the normal levels. This is Girish Pasupati. He's a software engineer from Coimbatore we heard from in the last episode. Similar symptoms after COVID, same story. This was his condition in December when I recorded him. And you can hear the panic in his voice, right? He had what is called a mild attack of COVID in July 2021 and then had these symptoms a little more than a month later. It didn't help that his extended family didn't believe him much. There are there were people in my family who were in ICU and they were all recovered and they are actually doing a lot more things than 
everyday activities activity wise so for for them it was like all rubbish like we were admitted in icu we were even uh, like having serious illness and 6 months down the line we recovered and we are fine his parents were fortunately supportive so we went to doctor so many doctors and they were all saying it's all in my head i should see a psychiatrist there is no way recovered people like people recovered from covid can have illness post a month or two months so that was something looking back right i was like kind of it was baffling like because doctors not knowing things can be like this post covid is something i uh, so i started to believe in their their uh, thoughts thinking that i am imagining things uh, so i thought i should visit a psychiatrist and maybe i'm it's all mental so uh, i had this uh, heart rate thing which was very visible when i uh, uh, exert or when i even uh, went to the doctor right i had to walk and go to his clinic and uh, sit and stand so the heart rate was very high it was very visible but they ruled out it's all so i don't know if a heart rate of 110 uh, sitting is normal so they just ruled out it's uh, i don't know it's anxiety so so uh, that's how uh, they have been treating me like uh, whenever i go they just say i am anxious so uh, yeah they, they, they just tell me hey i have gone to two, seven i think seven or eight yeah seven or eight so far yes i didn't know because at the time i didn't join any of the covid survivors groups or twitter i didn't know that people were really suffering it was just me and the doctors and the communication with my parents my friends uh, i call them and speak to them they were supportive they, they supportive in the sense they can only say you will get through this uh, this will be fine uh, maybe bear it or take some medications right or visit a doctor around september he took the vaccine he says his symptoms felt worse for me i didn't feel well post vaccine my symptoms worsened but everybody said it's all i'm imagining things so cardiologist also ruled out anything uh, they just said go rest uh, that's it uh, there is uh, nothing i mean uh, they said they all had been vaccinated and they didn't have any single reaction so it's all me imagining things so that was something uh, uh, the cardiologist ruled out uh like it's all because of anxiety and then i went to because of the joint aches and my muscle aches i went to a ortho doctor um and they ruled out uh, like it, they said it's all because of anxiety uh, so everywhere it was the anxiety was told as the main reason uh so yeah i had to take it i i was just lying in my bed and sleeping try to get as much sleep as possible the whole throughout the month of september and october um yeah i even uh, started uh, going for counseling session because i believed okay i thought if all these doctors are saying something right so which means i am i am at my fault like i am i am at fault here maybe i am imagining things so i took uh, depression tests and anxiety tests and they all came out to be normal like healthy it's just i am sometimes anxious because uh, i am un- unhealthy and i don't know why i am unhealthy what's causing it right so the anxiety levels were healthier just me- to make me worry that i am not feeling well right so and the depression test came out good i didn't have any depression he joined the twitter group and a telegram group for long covid in india where he found many like him so yeah i mean i stopped sharing anything like with uh, anybody uh, 
it's just me uh, with these twitter uh, community and telegram community um i even stopped going to doctors because uh, the response that i was getting was either they will prescribe me uh, anti anxiety medicines or they will just say i will refer you to psychiatrist so i thought okay if something happens let it happen to me uh, there's no point in going to the doctors it's a waste of money nobody is diagnosing it properly or even acknowledging that something can happen post covid yes, there are really few uh, good doctors who are eager to listen to patients and uh, at least start acknowledging and digging more into the things so but unfortunately i am not surrounded by any of those doctors these doctors are like very experienced so what they do is they don't they never explain you any medicines they just prescribe you medicines and then they tell come back in two weeks uh, we will have a review uh, that's it so any time any time you say uh, this is a bp meds or something what is it if you try to ask they just say don't ever try to get into doctor's shoes like don't try to read about medicines don't try to do any research on your own so it's been like it's a like a uh, what do you call like a, a very fierce uh, like uh, i don't know what what do you uh, it's just they don't want uh, me talking any terms technically or asking anything uh, on the medical front it just i should be just an ignorant person just blindly taking all the medicines that they prescribe right so uh, that's how uh, i it's been like this for all my years like 28 years with this doctor right but uh, the thing is i never bothered now given these treatments never seem to me helping me right that's when i realized okay maybe the tablets are just multivitamins and things like that they are really not helping me out or they don't know the diagnosis and just prescribing me some zincovit and like some other multivitamins right like many of these sub communities who suffer like this girish found himself comfortable in a social media group of long covid survivors and like many suffering from long covid girish had to take matters in his own hands so i had to start reading may papers medically like uh, all the research papers that were going into long covid um and oh, uh, um um articles around those topics and how people can manage at home these symptoms like pacing and what sort of things that i can take maybe more salt intake or a high fluid and when to take electrolytes and things like that right so all this knowledge i acquired through all this sub- support groups Long covid is not the first time people have been gaslit by the medical community. For those who are new to the term gaslighting, it's a kind of abuse that makes victims question their own sanity. They wonder if their perspective or feeling was even real or legitimate. Sounds familiar, right? Of course, this is very common in different contexts related to the medical fraternity. Women in fact routinely experience it. Women's health issues were dismissed often. Women are just called hysterical for talking about this. the queer community too faced it homosexuality was considered a mental disorder at one point and so on and this stems from an inherent power structure where doctors are more powerful and let's face it considered far more legitimate than patients dr asad khan is a long covid advocate from uk he is in fact a respiratory consultant and was on the front lines till he was struck by covid in november 2000 he developed pots severe brain fog and his skin started breaking into hives 
and he was virtually bedbound in a few months time um you know the usual experience um that people have had with their doctors you're stressed burnt out tired it's very interesting isn't it how people project what they're comfortable with onto you because they can't explain what you've got they find an explanation that they're happy with and then they try and force it onto you i was told that i should feel grateful that i'm alive or that maybe i was overperceiving my symptoms i mean how anybody can overperceive that they're carrying and that burning i have no idea i was put in my place once i was told firmly that I, i had to remember i was only a patient it was as if you know becoming ill meant that i had lost all my medical knowledge i mean the history of psychologization of complex illness um is very murky because complex diseases are messy they're hard to treat very few people are interested in them there is one shocking episode that padmapriya recounts she was sent to a psychiatrist from one of the doctors because you guessed it right the doctor said she had underlying anxiety and uh, they after doing all the tests and everything they also um, you know said okay yeah it also looks like you have underlying anxiety and i was like okay and uh, they uh, asked me to go and see their um, you know their in house psychiatrist and uh, i did go because you know i'm not denying that anxiety doesn't cause physical symptoms and i was like okay let me just go and uh, she was just uh, i mean the only word i can use is god awful and uh, you know um, i don't think any psychiatrist should be like that she sort of uh, um, almost asked uh, she looked yeah i mean she asked rakesh um, or oh, do you do you think like uh, something about her character makes her more anxious and um, i think i blocked part of what she said uh, just so that i don't uh, relive the trauma of what she put me through but um i do remember being very shocked by some of her statements and then she asked me something on the lines of like uh, do you get angry when people tell you that you have anxiety and depression and i'm like no i don't but like what are you even trying to get that like and um, then she was like how uh, like um, how are you so sure that your symptoms are not being caused by your psychological uh, illnesses and and i was like like i was like i'm pretty sure it's not being caused all by the psychological uh issues and yeah, it uh, it came to a point where i literally stood up and walked out of her office um and i walked out and i came out and i started crying outside the hospital because i was just so angry and so livid and that someone like you know like a psychiatrist who supposed to be empathetic and supposed to be um hearing you out was actually doing the other which was just throwing accusations on the patient and it was just too much for me um, you know and i i couldn't process it at all So that was just uh, yeah god awful padmapriya is now a patient advocate and is the founder of the long covid support group in india and many of the patients introduce themselves saying my doctor believes i have anxiety and as a result sometimes parents do not believe you or your relatives don't believe you because someone who is considered legitimate and credible says that you do not have a physical illness at all i asked padmapriya if this is worse for women um i think i think uh, you know at least from the group it seems like both men and women seem to be invalidated in the same way by being told that you have anxiety uh, it's all in your head but definitely women i think go through more in the medical system overall you know they are they are told they are told that they're thinking too much and that you know they just need to refocus their efforts on their family life and um, you know this was another thing that i was actually told you know you just uh, 
think about your child and you will feel better and i'm like how does that work like how does thinking about my child making like improve my physical symptoms like what is the thing behind this what's the logic behind it right so um i do think that women are uh, spoken over more uh, they are spoken at more um generally considered hysterical more and if you are an opinionated woman who is who's also like pushing back and asking questions they don't i think the medical fraternity not everybody really likes it not everybody has the patience to actually explain okay what is going on you know i mean and it's been like a it's also it's also meant that i've had to um i've had to you know draw boundaries um, so that i don't end up in the way of harm because there, there is a component of mental harm that happens when doctors treat you that way and i have had to draw boundaries to protect myself and which means that i had to start from scratch all over again and look for another doctor elsewhere um so yeah i mean it i don't know if like um, i mean i don't but i think yeah i think both men and women are being told that they have anxiety but i feel like women are told more Chinmay who you heard from earlier in the previous episode he is a physiotherapist from Mumbai and he suffered from palpitations and extreme fatigue look he is from the medical fraternity himself and he was beyond puzzled by their reactions i knew that something was wrong and the doctors are not getting something right they are not able to find out some that something that is wrong i felt very left out i thought this is something weird and this like why am i am suffering from this uh, post covid thing for such a long time he did his own reading and met people online who could help him there's a group called long covid physio where he found people who had similar symptoms when research on this subject proceeded a little he decided to meet a well known doctor he had gone to earlier i'd met him recently so as recently as like after I found out that there was ongoing research about long covid in in Germany and in in US and in, in South Africa so I thought there might be update because he is a he is a like a reputed doctor he might be keeping update about these researches and all so in some hope I had met him even recently now now so now I that I met him after 5 6 months he said he is saying that uh I have uh got deconditioned that is why i am not able to cope up with my uh, daily work so i said yeah i am deconditioned because i cannot push myself hard the, the way i used to do like earlier so it is not because i am deconditioned that i could not push hard i it is because i could not push myself hard i could not rehab myself that is the reason i got deconditioned i am not being able to get back to my earlier life not the other way around but uh, then again like i was disappointed again honestly i was again disappointed uh, i thought that there will be some some update about long covid after so many like of like the pandemic has started in in uh, like uh, jan 2020 but still still like there was uh, not the right kind of help that i was expecting from them so i feel a doctor should should take into account so i obviously i came to know that i am not the only one so there will be other other patients also who are be telling them the same thing so they need to listen to us i feel 
our symptoms need to be so i i i do not expect the doctors will call me again okay oh i found out about your symptom now but at least they they should be uh, like patient enough to listen to us and register our symptoms and right, probably they they could have found out about like with their uh, uh, peers they could have interacted and found out about more and more such cases and then there could have been a coordinated effort by now so much like we have come this far in the pandemic that like at least they could have acknowledged okay there are people who are going through this long covid Padmapriya gets all kinds of queries online on long covid now people who are often shuttling between doctors trying to make sense of their condition this other couple who are based in a in a district in telangana and uh, you know they have been having long covid symptoms for the past year and uh, they have been doing trips up and down uh, hyderabad and uh, it's costing them a lot of money and they every time they come they are not being they are only being treated symptomatically you know like the the woman's been having issues menstrually and she's also had uh, she's also having issues with her um like with breathlessness and uh, and the man has tachycardia and uh, and uh, you know he they again they're being told ki tumhe anxiety hai and he was put on anti anxiety meds and uh, that's like you know it's they're not really being they're not doing any sort of like investigations uh, looking at it from a long covid perspective um they got it during the you know i think the first wave i think and they again got covid during the second wave and it's it's frustrating just to think about how many how many such people are there even in tier 2 tier 3 cities you know right now um, we might have in the group a very few from tier 2 cities but um, you know mostly they are from metros or small i mean there are a couple from uh, tier 2 cities but they are mostly from metros and even you know if people in metros are not getting the kind of access to care you know for long covid because doctors are not aware i can't even imagine what's happening in the smaller towns of india and uh, and we can't just think that you know i had somebody say oh maybe you know indians can't indians probably are not getting the uh, the same level of long covid as in other countries because we have better genetic makeup i mean what does that even mean like how are you going to prove that like there is no proof to that statement right Like Chinmay Padmapriya too is puzzled by the lack of curiosity among doctors. They're sitting and reading through research, and you know are 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 able to like track stuff that's happening on microclots on um you know in the dysautonomia world or in the MECFS world, and you know if if groups are able to talk among themselves and you know run surveys, I think. i i mean I think that amount of curiosity should be there among medical professionals more and. Uh, that that lack of curiosity is something that really baffles me to some level um and then there is that whole thing of you know there's not enough funding for research and so generally the research mindset is is lacking in in the country and all that stuff so i i feel like the curiosity itself is lacking like how is it that we are so curious within the group like okay we are curious also because yeah we need answers for ourselves but i'm like um, as doctors wouldn't you be curious for your own patients to find those answers and you know um, and at least saying i don't know i think would be easier than just saying ki tumhe anxiety hai you know 
um just say i don't know what's happening i think that's easier and better than saying he so you know you have anxiety or thinking too much thank you for listening to this episode of gasping for breath do you want to give us direct feedback on this episode download the suno india app from play store and leave your comments and suggestions for us under this episode Also if you are suffering from post covid and would like to share your story write to us on hello@snowindia.in